Hello and welcome to the new edition of the podcast of Life Value TV, the podcast for more life value, celebrating today the second anniversary. My name is Stefan Josef and I'm glad you listened to today's episode in which we talk about what for you as a leader the distinction between mere task and destiny means and what role intuition plays. Do you basically rely on your gut feeling for a task? Do you see a task simply as a means to an end, for example to earn money, or is a deeper meaning also important to you? For a large number of working people, many a working day seems to have no end. A study from spring 2021, published on Statista.at, states that for 64.4% of respondents in Austria, work is a way to earn a living. Read between the lines, I take from this statement that the respective job brings only a certain fulfillment and joy to a limited extent. Therefore, at this point, my two following questions to you. How are you doing with your work? Are you completely satisfied or are you doing the work just for the money? From my point of view, what should still give food for thought in the study mentioned is the fact that only 43.6% see an improvement in the quality of life and only 37.2% use their talents and abilities. And that's exactly what brings me to the topics of my episode today, because as Ron Carr writes in the Velocity Mindset, there is a lack of people everywhere who see connection to a meaningful outcome. As a result, speed and direction, velocity are lost, whereby even burnout can be the result if work is simply done, so to speak. Your task as a leader is, for example, to consider the ideal idea of a prospective customer of a product. Start with a white sheet of paper, which we talked about last week. Finally, the hormones oxytocin and dopamine, which we highlighted in the penultimate post, play a crucial role when we think about the duration of satisfaction after completing a task. As Scott Helford points out, the right priority and the right task to complete are the essential factors because, simply put, it carries greater importance and more important purpose. In this context, he mentions the following five C's. Certainty, choice, control, completion and context. In the Velocity Mindset, Ron Carr continues with the importance of control in work, the need to experience that feeling to let cortisol levels not rise too much. In a company, an employee was unproductive due to the constant phone calls but felt safe as a result. Everything changed at the time when the supervisor got involved in the efforts of the employee. From then on, the conversations were always about what the employee's goals were and how the task could be supported. This shows us that in a task a larger whole must be considered, the desired result from both sides. This increases the motivation on both sides to work towards a common solution. What turned out to be a big mistake was trying to just manage tasks, 
Meanwhile, as a leader, when you manage something, it is necessary for you to manage the results. As with children or partners, attempts are often made to change employees. However, your job as a leader is not to change people, but to understand what their motivation is, what their goals are, so that they are in a comfortable environment for productivity. This environment is essential for them to support the common purpose. Judy's Jutta's productivity alignment shows the relationship between motivation and competence with a presentation in four quadrants. The second quadrant at the top right is the ideal prerequisite because here the highest productivity is achieved through the highest motivation and the highest competence. After all, a difficult task for leaders is to make decisions about employees who are out of place and may longer fit the company. Some have usually done a perfect job in their original job, but they lack the right know-how for the new position. So men may even lack the further challenge in their task. Jack Welsh is considered as Neutron Jack, as Ron Carr explains, because he has freed many people, in my words, from the burden of a wrong job, so to speak. This means that when completing a task, you should always assume whether a person can achieve the result. Because the best employees are of no use to you if the mood and thus motivation and sense of purpose in the company are destroyed. Using the example of his personal story, Ron Carr tells us that it can also be important in the private sphere to think carefully about who should take over which task. In his case, both parents were, in short, in a health-challenging situation in which his aunt looked after his mother. A leader can be recognized, among other things, by the fact that he approaches challenges and does not simply accept the circumstances, but acts accordingly. This applies to your own life as well as to the company and your family, as we continue reading in the Velocity Mindset. To achieve a goal, a strong vision is necessary, with the following three questions. First, is the vision itself still valid? Second, are my current tasks the right ones and I'm prioritizing them correctly? And third, do I perform these tasks in the best possible way. It is important to consider as a leader that circumstances can change in order to be able to do everything necessary to change the priority of the tasks, to serve a changed need of a customer. One key to achieving velocity is intuition when used correctly. Our brain naturally assembles images quite subconsciously, which is why According to Paul Dominguez, three basic words are central to this. First, listen. Second, trust. And third, acting and doing it creatively. Listening is so important because we perceive the words of others with our personal understanding. But precisely because of this, we can be misunderstood, which is their endeavor with their own words. In the velocity mindset, Ron Carr distinguishes between two types of listening. On the one hand, by understanding the context, a solution can be found for everyone. 
On the other hand, listening also means listening to ourselves, because that plays into intuition. Even if our intuition is not infallible, it is the source of thought as an informal substance, which we already talked about last week. After all, this means that we also know our own assumptions and aspirations. At the same time, keep in mind that you are not exaggerating this process. If finding the solution takes too long, then take a break, take a deep breath and just ask yourself, what do I have to do here? The answer will come from the heart and the mind. So, instead of just hearing what you have to say to yourself, ask yourself a question. Even if you don't know the perfect answer, remember that you still trust your intuition and act decisively. The faster the answer comes, the better your mode is to reach velocity. From my point of view, trust in intuition means getting into the flow by which our actions are guided. Ron Carr calls this the ultimate result in the velocity mindset. When interacting with other people, we are also challenged to read their behavioral patterns. It is best if our subconscious mind is trained for it. Finally, an important point for today when we talk about listening. And that is, to be 100% there, in the present, to be with your interlocutor. Quite simply, this makes the conversation more intense, which in turn can be used to understand the wishes and expectations of all the people involved and to find solutions. Next week, we will turn to problem solving more precisely anticipating the end and the art of using the so-called leverage in leadership. I'm looking forward to your subscription to my podcast and I invite you to watch my new video on Live Value TV on Sunday. I wish you an intuitive time. All love. Stefan Josef